Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. 组内弟兄姐妹们，早安。Okay, on behalf of my family who is here today, and our church family, the United Evangelical Church of Palawan, we would like to extend our warmest greetings and love to all of you today. 今天我代表我的家人和巴拉湾中华布道所的大家庭，向你们致以最热烈的问候和爱。Okay, I want to say I love you to everybody. Oh, I want to say I love you to everyone. Okay, I love you. Ah, he he just asked me how to say, so I thought he was going to say it himself. He said, "In Christ, he loves you." I also asked Sister Morning a little bit Chinese. I'm not good with Chinese. I know Korean, but I learned a little Chinese this morning. So today morning, I learned some Chinese words to tell you. So let me practice. Um, 你好，我在基督里爱你们。Did I say it right? Did I say it right? Ah, 我很帅。请你相相信我。他说，请你相信他，他很帅。Ah, yeah. I just wanted to make you smile today. Ah, 我今天只是想要让你们微笑一下。It is actually an honor and a privilege for me to be with you this morning. Today, I am very happy to be with you all. Breathing together with you. Honoring God together with you. And learning God's word together with you this 12th day of June, year 2022. Why? Well, two years ago, the whole world was struck by a virus that practically brought all of us to our knees. The whole world was held captive economically and financially. It is a global health crisis that we still are in right now. Many businesses came to a halt. A lot of people lost their jobs. Education suffered terribly. Millions around the world got sick. And we have lost people. Now, at first, they were just numbers. Statistics, and then they became real people to us when COVID-19 hit our loved ones. 起初这些只是数字统计统计的数据，但是当新冠病毒袭击我们的亲朋好友，数字变成是真人真事。Now some, if not most of us, had it as well. 可能我们当中也有一些人感染了这个病病毒。So it is only by God's grace. And mercy that we are here today. So today, we are using God's grace to be here. Amen. Amen. And we really struggled hard to make sense of it all. So we are struggling hard to make sense of it all. We cannot understand why this happened. We About this global pandemic, 身为牧师，有很多人来找我问我一些问题。
Some people came to me and asked me questions that I would call end of the world questions. 我将一些问题归纳为世界末日的问题. So of the world, Pastor Levy? 这是世界末日了吗, 牧师? Are we at the end times? 我们在末日了吗? Is God coming back? 上帝要再来了吗? No others turned to me in fear and asked what I would call as judgment of God questions. 其他人因惧怕所发出的问题，我把它归类为上帝的审判问题。Is God judging us? 上帝在审判我们吗? Are we being punished by God? 我们是被惩罚了吗? And does God want us to repent? 上帝要我们悔改吗? Now some out of frustration asked, whose fault is it? 有些人出于己上发出的问题，我把它归类为是谁的错？Is it the government's fault? 是政府的错吗？ is it another country's government's fault? 或是别的国家的错吗? Is it the bat's fault? 或是蝙蝠的错吗? Well, many others, in fear and worry, ask what I would call I am in the center of the world questions. 更多人有一恐惧和担忧所发出的问题, what will happen to my plans? 我的计划会怎样? Who will take care of me? And what will my future be like? Two years ago, we've been thinking about these questions. So these are questions that we can all relate to. And perhaps we even ask ourselves during the course of this global pandemic. Many analysts have noticed that at the beginning of this global health crisis, not only was the virus spreading like wildfire, but another pandemic was hitting many people. And this is the pandemic of fear. There was this pandemic of, a pandemic of fear all around the world. There was a global fear that gripped the hearts and the minds of people worried and afraid of what was happening and the possibility of things getting worse. And we know that it got worse before it got better. And as time went on, as days and the weeks and the months, and now two years into this pandemic, people have now grown very tired. We are exhausted. We are worn out. And now we are consumed by another pandemic. And we call this the pandemic of fatigue. We're afraid and now we're tired. And everyone just wants this pandemic to be over. You want this to be over too, right? And so we are asking a very important question. How should we respond to the overwhelming and the devastating power of fear and fatigue? 
And my straightforward answer to the pandemic fear and pandemic fatigue is for us to respond with a better kind of pandemic. 我对恐惧和疲劳有一个直接了当的问题回答，就是说我们要用另一种更好的疫情来回应。And this is a pandemic of faith. Yes, faith. 是的，是信心。You see, the Bible records that at the start of the early first century church, Christians, meaning Christ believers and Christ followers, have already faced a similar crisis. 你看圣经的记载，在第一世纪的初期教会中，基督徒或者是追随基督的人，他们已经面临类似的危机。And the way they responded to their crisis will teach us how we can respond to our own. 他们应对危机的方式将教导我们现在如何回应。This problem is not the first time Christians face something like this. 这问题或者疫情并不是基督徒第一次遇到的。there were many times that the world faced something like this. And so let's turn to the book of Acts chapter 11 verses 19 to 30 and see how our brothers and sisters in the first century responded to their crisis. So Acts chapter 11. Verse 19, Now those who had been scattered by the persecution that broke out when Stephen was killed traveled as far as Phoenicia, spread only among Jews. Some of them, however, men from Cyprus and Cyrene, went to Antioch and began to speak to Greeks also, telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus. The Lord's hand was with them, and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. News of this reached the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived and saw what the grace of God had done, he was glad and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. He, Barnabas, was a good man. He was full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. During this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. 
One of them, named Agabus, stood up and through the Spirit predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the reign of Claudius. The disciples, as each one was able, decided to provide help for the brothers and sisters living in Judea. This they did, sending their gift to the elders by Barnabas and Saul. Now in this passage, we clearly saw how fear and fatigue has affected people during this time. Because of fear and fatigue, Christians were scattered by the persecution. They were afraid for their lives and so they went to different places to, to rescue themselves. They were afraid. And on top of that, a severe famine spread over the entire Roman world. And so if you're a Christian during this time, you would wonder, I'm running away from my persecutors, but where should I go? There's famine everywhere. I may save myself, but when I go to that place, I won't have anything to eat. What a severe situation they were facing, right? Now imagine yourself being there during the first century. You're a Christian, you're going to jail because you're a Christian, and there was famine everywhere. If we were there during their time, perhaps we ourselves would ask the same questions that people ask now. Perhaps you would say, why are we suffering like this? Why are we being persecuted? Why is there widespread famine? Is God judging us? Are we being punished? God, do you want us to repent? Or perhaps in fear and worry, we'll ask, what will happen to my plans? Who will take care of me? And what will my future be like? It's the same problems. But you see, the believers and the followers had a different response to their crisis. Instead of living in fear and fatigue, they responded in faith. They showed their faith by telling others the good news about the Lord Jesus. 
That resulted in a great number of people believing and turning to the Lord. 结果信而归主的人就很多了。There was persecution. There was famine. 有逼迫，有饥荒。Perhaps they, in their mind, they would say, "Let's just stop sharing the gospel." Anyway, there's famine and there's persecution. 可能他们可以说，我们现在停顿一下，因为有饥荒又有逼迫，我们不用再向人传福音。Maybe we could stop small groups. Let's not do small groups now. We could go to jail if we do small groups. We And resulted to a great number of people believing in Jesus and turning back to God. So, that's faith. A second person, Barnabas, is described here. Here, is described as Barnabas. Barnabas is described as being a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and full of faith. Barnabas is a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and full of faith. Did he cower in fear or succumb to fatigue? 他是否萎缩在恐惧中，或者被疲劳所征服呢 ？No， 都不是。He went to minister to the believers and was glad, and he encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. 他出不去服侍信徒，劝勉众人立定心智，恒久靠主。There was a big problem. He went there. He encouraged them. 有问题，他就去面临。Do you know what the word encourage means? 鼓励的意思是什么呢 ？It simply means to give courage. 就是给人啊勉励。Some of us are losing our courage. 有时候我们灰心了。Some of us are losing our hope. 我们没有盼望。When we see all the problems around us. 特别是当我们看到周围的问题。And so we need people to give us courage. 所以我们我们需要别人给我们勇气。Can you turn to your seatmates and say, "I encourage you"? 你能不能向你旁边的人说，我鼓励你 ？Come on, let's do it. 好。You know, some of us might be losing our courage now. 我们可能现在有的人失去我们的勇气。So give courage to one another. 所以你要给他勇气。Not only that, he even looked for Saul to so that the both of them could teach the believers for a year. 不仅是这样，巴拿巴还去找扫罗，好、so, ，然后用一年的时间教导会会友。So it wasn't just Barnabas took his friend Saul and taught the church for one whole year. 所以他们用一年的功夫来和教会一同聚集。There was persecution, there was famine, but they were encouraging the church. 虽然有逼迫、有饥荒，他们还在鼓励教会。That is faith. 这就是信心。A third group of people. 第三组，第三组的人。The other disciples. 就是其他的信徒。The Bible says that the disciples, as each one was able, decided to provide help for the brothers and the sisters living in Judea. 圣经说，门徒定义照个人的力量捐钱送去供给住在犹太的弟兄。They were in the same storm. They were in the same problem. 他们一样啊，他们面临一样的问题。There was persecution. Okay. There was persecution and there was famine. 有逼迫，有大饥荒。Everybody was affected. 每个人都受影响
But these disciples thought, oh, our brothers and sisters in Judea, they're suffering. I'm going to help them. But aren't you also affected by the same famine and the same persecution? Yes, I am. But I'm going to help them anyway. And they gave according to how they were able. And they sent their gifts through Barnabas and Saul to aid those who were suffering. What we see here is that responding in faith results to two things. Turning people back to God and turning discouragements so responding in faith produces So we have to respond in faith. Now perhaps the reason why we cannot see how God is working in our lives right now The reason why we cannot see the open doors that God is opening because we are not asking the right questions. Sometimes we tend to complain, grumble, blame others, murmur, be worried, and be anxious. So instead of asking what God is doing in all of this, we need to ask, God, what do you want me to do in all of this? Instead of asking end of the world questions, or judgment of God questions, or whose fault is it questions, or even the I am in the center of the world questions. We need to ask the right kind of questions. So what are the right kind of questions? Nicholas Thomas Wright, or N.T. Wright, a New Testament scholar, Anglican bishop, and author of the book God and the Pandemic, proposes that we ask three important questions in the face of the pandemic. Who are at risk? Who can we be of help? And who shall we send? Just like the church sent Barnabas to help the other Christians, we need to ask, who shall we send? So if we ask these three questions here in UECP, this is what we need to ask. Who will we help? Who needs our help? And how can we help? How is God enabling us to help others? 
帮助我们怎么去帮助别人。And who will go to help? 谁要去帮忙 ？Now I believe that not everybody can go. 我相信不是每一个人都能出去。But you can send. 但是你可以差派人出去。You can mobilize. 你可以动员会有。You can welcome people. 你可以欢迎会有。And some of us can go. So, ah,、uh, 给以便别人，以便我们可以差派人出去。Another person, John Piper. 另外一位就是约翰派伯。He's a theologian, a Baptist pastor, and the author of the book Coronavirus and Christ wrote this. 他是神学家、浸信会的牧师和新冠病毒与基督的作者。He said, "One of God's purposes in the coronavirus is that His people put to death self-pity and fear, and give themselves to good deeds in the presence of danger." He said, "God in the coronavirus one of His purposes is to make His people self-pitying and fearful, and give themselves to good deeds in the Toward love, not safety. 基督徒要倾向于需要，而不是倾向于安慰；要向着爱，而不是向着安全。Because Christian love is compassionate, practical, and sacrificing. 因为基督徒的爱是富有同情，是牺牲的，是实际的。Church, 教会的大家大家庭。During the most difficult, the most demanding, and the most dangerous times in history. Christians did not cower in fear, nor were conquered by fatigue, but the church was all the more challenged in faith to love as Jesus loved. 在历史上最困难、最艰巨、最危险的时期，基督徒并没有萎缩恐惧，也没有被疲劳征服。他们乃是以信心更受挑战，要像耶稣一样去爱别人。How did Jesus love? 耶稣怎么样爱别爱人呢 ？Compassionately， 他有富有同情心。Practically， 有实际的行动。And sacrificially， 也牺牲的爱。And that is what we also ought to do now。这是我们现在应该做的。So we need to ask this question。所以我们要问这个问题。How do we live like Christ in a pandemic-stricken world？ 我们如何在疫情肆虐的世界中，像基督一样活着。第一世纪和接下来的几个世纪，教会一直把这个问题放在上他们生活的首位和中心。How do we live and love like Christ？ 我们如何像基督一样生活和活出爱？ So let's look at the centuries after the first century. So we look at the first century. These pandemics that has happened in the past, and see how Christians in history responded in faith and love. We look at the past, the pandemics that have happened in the past, and see how Christians in history responded in faith and love. We look at the past, the pandemics that have happened in the past, and see how Christians in history responded in faith and love. The Antonine Plague happened 165 to 180 A.D. 这发生在公元一百六十五到一百八十年。For 15 years, smallpox, measles killed five million people during this time. 十五年来，天花、麻疹使五百万的人丧命
The virus spread throughout Asia Minor, Greece, Egypt, and Italy. But not only is the virus the one that's spreading, there was something else that was spreading. Lyman Stone, a historian, wrote this. It also might have led to the spread of Christianity. Some historians suggest as Christians cared for the sick and offered a spiritual model where plagues were not the work of an angry and capricious deities but the product of a broken creation in revolt against a loving God. During this time, people thought the reason why they had the plague is because the gods are angry at them. The Christians were saying, no, the reasons why we're having this is because we are in rebellion against God. And the Christians cared for the people who were sick. The virus was spreading, but Christianity was spreading as well. The Cyprian plague. In 249 to 262 AD, smallpox influenza killed as many as 5,000 people every day in Europe, Africa, and Asia. But, but it did something else too. It triggered the explosive growth of Christianity. According to history, Cyprian sermons told Christians not to grieve for plague victims who live in heaven, but to redouble their efforts to care for the living. So they were saying that if, if a Christian died because of the plague, don't cry for them anymore. Why? Because they're in heaven. They have hope in God. Instead, this is what you do. Redouble your efforts in helping those who are still living. They were already helping, but may double it. No, do more, help more. His fellow bishop, Genesius, described how Christians, heedless of danger, took charge of the sick, attending to their every need. The Black Death. In 1346 and until 1353, the bubonic plague 
killed 75 to 200 million people all across Europe, Africa, and Asia. Uh, According to some history books, it was so severe that people were walking in the streets, they would just drop like flies. Because of the virus. It was severe. It was difficult. Yet, there were also pockets of extraordinary Christian charity. According to one French chronicler, no fear of death tended to the sick with all sweetness and all humility. New nuns replaced those who died until most had died. Many times, renewed by death, they now rest in peace with Christ as we may piously believe. How about the Spanish flu? Anybody here who were already living during the 1918? I guess nobody, right? You look all young. 1918 to 1919, 50 million died of H1N1 influenza virus worldwide. But historian Gregory Fairbanks wrote this, Pandemics and plagues have often marked periods when the greatest saints are born. Christians have tried to do their best to minister to those who were suffering and didn't have anyone else to take care of them. You see, this, are, this is how our brothers and sisters took care of other people. When everybody else is dying, they were helping. How about 2013 to 2016? 两万八千六百四十六。两万八千六百四十六。两万八千六百四十六。两万八千六百四十六。两万八千六百四十六。两万八千六百四十六。两万八千六百四十六。两万八千六百四十六。两万八千六百四十六。两万八千六百四十六。
治疗伊波拉感染患者，但是自己竟然被感染，所以在垂死的时候被就紧急送回美国治疗。He was selflessly helping people get the treatment that they needed because of Ebola virus. 他牺牲自己帮助这些人。But he was brought back to the U.S. because he needed treatment himself. But you know what happened? After he recovered, he returned back to the continent where he almost lost his life. People who were perplexed, they were wondering, why are you going back? You almost died. You almost lost your family. Almost lost you. You 差点在那边丧命。Why would you go back? 你为什么要回去呢 ？You know how how he answered? 你知道他怎么回答呢 ？He said, "When the doors." 他说，上帝敞开了门。God has opened the doors. 敞开了门。For Doctor Kent Brantley, this was an open door of opportunity. 对。肯特布兰特利医生，这是上帝敞开的门。And so all throughout Christian history, Christians have shown courage, compassion, and sacrificial love to people, no matter what their situation is. 纵观历史，基督徒都表现出勇气、勇气、啊同情和牺牲的爱，不管他们的处境多困难、多艰巨、多危险。The most difficult, the most demanding, and the most dangerous times in history, Christians were not afraid or were conquered by fatigue. They were not afraid or were conquered by Instead, the church was all the more challenged in faith to look for doors of opportunities. The church was challenged in faith Amazing, right? 很奇妙，对不对 ？But it makes me ask the question. 但是我来问一个问题。What drives people like them? 是什么驱使这些基督徒这样做 ？What drives people like them to give more than what is expected? 他们怎么能超乎所求的奉献 ？Just like the first century church. 就如第一世纪的教会。What drives people like them to go beyond the call of duty, just like the many Christians in those pandemics? 是什么使基督徒超越使命的呼召，就如那些遭到瘟疫的基督徒 ？What drives people like Dr. Kent Brantley to selflessly live for others? 是什么使这个啊肯特肯特利啊医生能够无私呢 ？What drives them? Motivates them. What inspires them? What inspires them? What inspires them? What inspires them? As I have loved you, so you must also love one another. Jesus From the first century to the preceding centuries until now, we, 
We must love one another. From the first century to now, we must love each other. Because by this love, everyone will know that we are His disciples if we love one another. Because you, we, if we have the same love for each other, people will recognize that we are the disciples. If the Christians in the first century and in the different centuries where pandemics abound took Jesus seriously in loving in the same way that Jesus loved, don't you think that we Christians in the 21st century ought to do the same? To love others with the compassion of Christ, helping others practically and not just praying for them, sacrificially giving up our rights and privileges so that others may find life in Jesus. I believe that if we all do this, we will see all the doors of opportunities to love and serve others in Jesus. My dear friends, the past two years has been very difficult for many of us. It's a mess. We have been tested severely. And trials like this have broken many. And we all feel like we are victims of a suffering we think we don't deserve. But remember this. God can turn a mess into a message. A test into a testimony. A trial into a triumph. And a victim into a victor. If only we will respond in faith. God will change. In the midst of this global crisis, God is opening doors of opportunities for people like you and people like me. Where we could show the love of Christ to others. Corey Ten Boom, she's a Holocaust survivor and one that has helped save many during that time, said, If you look at the world, you'll be distressed. If you look within, you'll be depressed. But if you look to God, you will be at rest. So let me challenge you this morning. Church, let your faith be contagious. Let your hope be infectious. And let your love be pandemic. Let's pray together.
Lord, we pray that you would challenge us to respond in faith. 主啊, 我们祈求你, 挑战我们以信心回应, to press on in hope. 以盼望前进, and to live in love. 以爱心生活, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. 上帝祝福你们。<laughs>